Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning I bring you the word of the Lord. And I certainly hope you have not forgotten that the word of the Lord to Grace Assembly in the year 2022 says 2022 will be the year to be settled by God. The Bible, the promise of God said, and after you have suffered a little while, and I'm sure we've done a bit more than that already. The God of all grace, who imparts all blessings and favor, who will himself complete and make you what you ought to be by now. He will establish and ground you securely, strengthen and settle you. If you know the Lord is going to settle you this year, I want you to give the Lord a shout of praise. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. And God is a God who plans out what he wants to do. And that's why the scripture says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, this man is always in the spirit. Jeremiah 11, 20, Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, I read from the New Living Translation. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. Can you help me look at two people, three people say, God has plans for you this year. Let me tell you the plan he has for you is the plan to settle you. It is planned to settle you. It is planned to settle me. What are you doing? Give God some praise. <laughs> you know, the, the problem with a lot of us is we don't know the plan. And that's why this altar exists. God says, for I know the plans I have for you. Says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a hope and a future. But you may not understand what that means until you see the message translation of Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. The message translation says, I know what I am doing. You may not know what you're doing, but God said for me to tell you this morning, He knows what He's doing about your situation. He knows what He's going to do about that problem. It says, I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you. Who is that person here? I said, who is that person God is going to take care of? Not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. If I were God, I would take my plans away with that kind of amen. He says, to give you the future you hope for. Come on, say amen. God will give you the future you hope for. It is say the future you are sure of because sometimes you don't have enough assurance but at least you can hope. God says if you can hope, I can do it. I'm going to read that promise again. God says I will, I'm making plans to give you the future you hope for. Say Amen. Glory be to God. God says I will settle you. It says I have it all planned out. It says I have a plan for you. And the plan includes what you hope for, what you're not even sure you can achieve, what you cannot even ascribe to yourself. It says I want to give you the future you hope for. 
And then he came and told us how he's going to do it. You know, a plan always has a how. That's the part of Christianity that has been lacking. We always talk about what God will do, but what about the how? A plan is how it is going to happen. And I brought you the word about three weeks ago, I think now, about insightfulness. The ability to perceive, to discern. The Bible says the men of Issachar, they were the leaders because they had the ability to perceive the times and the season, what Israel ought to do and how they ought to do it and when they ought to do it. And God is saying, I want to put upon you what I put upon the men of Issachar. Put your hand on you and say, Lord, I receive insight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I receive insight. The Bible says they knew what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. And they were in front of all the 12 tribes. This year, the plan of the Lord is to take us from being under to being on top, from behind to be in front, so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. And insightfulness has to do with insight. It has a lot more to do than just with the eyes. Because you can have eyes and lack insight. And you can be blind and have insight. And Pastor Yomi gave a testimony of how a blind man left so much money. In one of the accounts, he had over $100,000 to do good works and so many things. And this man went to school with him. And he knew the man ordinarily. And he felt, me, that I have eyes. Do I have $100,000 i have forgotten somewhere? God says the plan will be activated by your insight having eyes may we not lack insight in the name of the lord jesus christ that's the plan he has for us and how the plan is going to be activated requires us having the eyes of understanding the ability to perceive the ability to discern when god is moving my assignment this morning is to break it down for you and take it up into the place of prayer I'm going to dispense with the hymn because we have seen you at work and I want, to, I want you to please pay attention. The future you hope for is right around you right now. The ability to connect is insight. It is like having an iPad or an iPhone and you cannot connect with Wi-Fi. What use would it be? This morning, I bring you a word from the Lord that is going to take us to the place of prayer. And I title it, Things That Blind People From Gaining Insight. The Things That Blind People From Gaining Insight. I'm going to, I'm going to say, remain standing with me. I want to read some scripture to you. And I'll come back to that. Matthew 6, 22 and 23. You will realize there's been a lot of foolishness in our Christianity. But God is enlightening our understanding. The Bible says the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole being will be full of light and insight. Somebody say amen. Verse 23 says, but if your eye is bad, your whole body or your whole, whole being will be full of darkness. If therefore the darkness as is, 
the light that is in you is actually darkness how great is that darkness may god help us now the partial translation of verse 22 says the eyes of your spirit not the eyes in your head the eyes of your spirit or the your eyes of understanding allow revelation light which is insight to enter into what your being not your body your being if your heart underline the word if if your heart is unclouded or not blinded the light or the insight floods in this year may we not lack insight in the name of the lord jesus christ now let me take you to the amplified version before we pray the amplified version says the eye is the lamp of the body if your eye is clear spiritually what perceptive how many of you were around on wednesday spiritually what perceptive your whole body will be full of light benefiting from god's precepts and decrees the decree this year is you're going to be settled look at that amen look at you can see there's no insight here the decree this year is i am going to be settled you're going to be settled now listen carefully don't do this religion thing because a jotty law the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is clear the eye of your understanding is clear and is spiritually perceptive your whole body will be full of light so that you can benefit from god's precepts and decrees 23a says but if your eye is bad which means spiritually blind your whole body and being will be full of darkness devoid of god's precepts and decrees that will not be my portion in the name of the lord jesus christ so i bring you the word i titled the things that blind people from gaining inside look at the man look at the man in focus he has a target that is god's decree for his life in that year he wants to hit that target he has a bow he has an arrow but something blindfolded him i want to present to you that no matter how much god has flooded grace assembly with insight all of us have an area of blindness that god has to deal with it is just not enough to desire supposing the eye of understanding is blinded the availability of insight does that person no good what are the chances that this man will hit the target it's almost zero the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light or insight to enter your being if your heart is unclouded which means the blindfold is taken away the light for or inside will flood in and we will be able to access the decree of divine settlement this year father let it be so in the name of jesus father i pray because i'm desperate for my people to ascend to great heights i pray that nothing will distract anybody today i pray the suffering of the past will make everybody stay awake and the great possibilities of being settled and everything said now in our lives will prompt us to
to be in warfare mode today so when we launch out into prayer everything that can blindfold us or is blindfolding us from our opportunity for a complete overhaul of our lives will be removed in the name of the Lord Jesus father I thank you for what you're doing I give you praise and glory blessed be the name of the Lord the decree of the Lord for divine settlement will be manifested in our lives this year without fail in Jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen you may be seated consider with me this morning and i would really plead with you to pay attention so that the decree may not end up just being a decree and then next year you wait for another decree and all kind of decrees and nothing to show for it the decree of the lord which is divine settlement has to be activated by insight connecting with how god wants to do what god is doing but there are things that blind people like you and i from gaining insight i have read the scriptures to you it says it is only if your heart is unclouded that the insight will flood in and i'm worried about the state of our heart and i'm going to show you how these things work first of all i want to ascertain to you that insight is something you gain that's why the title of the sermon is things that blind people from gaining insight when you gain insight you will not lose in life i said when you gain insight you cannot lose in life insight is something you gain but if you fail to gain insight because something blinded you or something is blinding you the result listen to me good this one the result is you will simply lose out and continue losing out that's why the the scripture says god himself will make you who you ought to be because you have been losing out if you lack insight it doesn't matter how much God has supplied insight if you lack insight because you are blinded somewhat you will simply lose out if you don't want to lose out this year you need to wake up and smell the coffee you will simply lose out and continue losing out can I tell you something some children born to parents who are losing out they start out losers do, if you don't want to do yourself a favor do your children a favor you put them in a position they start life with struggle when they should start out with benefits so i hope this morning you'll be listening i'm going to show you how this works how many of you remember that second corinthians 4 says about the gospel it says if our gospel be hidden it is hidden only to those whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes so that they cannot see. It's not so that it's not, it's not because it is not available. Let me explain to you. When it says if our gospel is hid, it is hidden only to those who's, who the God of this world has blinded their eyes. And so they are unable to see. So not seeing does not mean it was not available. You see what happened is all my life until i hit the age i got i think i got saved around 27 or 26 26. 
all the time the gospel was around, but I was blinded. The day the blindfold was take, taken off, I, res, I gained insight as to who Christ is and the power of resurrection that gives me salvation. That's the only difference. It was always there, but I lacked insight. The day you got saved is the day your blindfold of Satan was taken away and you gain insight and you receive Christ you got saved but there are still people that are blinded now that's for salvation I'm going somewhere with this so if we need insight to receive salvation that was determined on the cross of Jesus that long ago it has been available it has been around aren't we going to need the same insight to get blessings and divine settlement from the same God you see, God never starts something until he has finished it. You don't understand. God never starts something until he has finished it. Because before God speaks, he has settled it in his mind. In the beginning it says, the spirit of the Lord hover the face of the deep. We don't know for how long, but when he said, let there be light, bam, everything started happening. Let me tell you, because before Jesus Christ came, salvation was settled. Do you know what happens? It is the ability to connect that is our problem. And God does not live in time. God dwells in eternity. So everything happening in time was predetermined before. It's called the predetermined counsel of the Most High God. Time only reveals what he had finished. I'm talking about your settlement. It is already finished. It is all around the place. It is looking you in the eye, it's in your home, it's in your bank, it's in your work, it's in your ministry. It is with insight that we connect with the finished divine settlement. We will not miss it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if we need insight to receive salvation from God, aren't we, I want to ask you, going to need insight to connect the blessings of divine settlement from God as he has promised. He promised salvation until we receive insight, we didn't get saved. He promised divine settlement. If you don't get inside, we may not get there. And that's why this morning we want to deal with those things. Come on now. Those things that blind people from gaining inside. I want to say to you, the Passion Translation says, their blindness keeps them from seeing. If the gospel is hid, Satan blinds them. That blindness keeps them from seeing. May this blindness <laughs> that has been around, may it not continue to blind us from seeing what we need to see in Jesus' name. The Living Bibles, uh, Ephesians 1 and verse 18a captures it for me. It says, I pray that your hearts <laughs> or your eyes of understanding will be flooded with light or insight so that you can see something of the future he has called you to share he didn't say he has called you to pray for he didn't say he has called uh, uh, that he has called you to reach out for to share which means between day there how do you share what is not there my settlement is there i'm going to receive it in the name of the lord jesus christ you are going to receive yours in jesus name it says paul says i pray you Ephesians, that your eyes of understanding will be flooded with insight so that you can see at last something of the future the future you hope for that he god has called you to share 
You can't see it with your ordinary eyes. You have to perceive it. You have to discern it. It comes by insight. And that's what we want to pray about. Whatever it is that is able to block us from gaining sight of what will bring that divine settlement. Give me my second sermon slide. I know they're going to like this one. I know they're going to receive this one. Give me that second slide. I hope you have it. Look at the picture of the man inside that yellow circle. Is he blinded? Yes. There's a blindfold. What is floating around in front of him? Is it just money? I see you say dollar. Nigerians don't know how to say dollar. Dollar. He's blinded. Supposing this is your story of mine. What is the future you hope for? Is it marriage? Is it for you to live a life of abundance? Is it for you to be healed? Imagine that thing floating all around you, but something has blinded. What are the chances this guy is going to catch any money? Almost zero. You know, as he touches it, because the thing is floating, it kind of shifts. Then he doesn't know where it shifted to, so it's still going to be. And every time he does this, he creates wind turbulence. And what does wind turbulence do to paper? It moves it away. May we not just be doing jaga jaga and missing it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This picture pictures you and I. What is the future you hope for? It is that future that God wants to give you and what we call it is settlement. But if settlement is all around and there's a blindfold you know we've been praying God give me insight give me. then God floods your house with insight but then there's a blindfold what use is what is available when you are blindfolded from seeing it and grabbing it today is a prayer service we're going to pray not just that God should give us insight he has already given us my worry is can you sight it without sight there's no insight it is with insight you gain foresight you go into foresight and you reign in light by oversight we need to pray this morning i want to ask you a few things for the ladies hear me good what i'm saying there's a young lady called rebecca and she was desirous of marriage and she was from a very noble family abraham's family and all that and nothing happened Perhaps all the young eligible bachelors had gotten married and they looked bad. Far away in Canaan, Abraham had a son called Isaac. His name meant laughter. May God give us laughter in the name of Jesus. He got to the age of 40 and the father said to his servant, go and look for a wife for my son. This guy, Bible says Abraham was rich. On every side and he had only one child that was going to inherit everything and he had the covenant of God upon his life and so this Prince of God born into wealth powered by God needed a wife and the servant went all the way says go to my people and look for a wife and when the man got there he said my strategy will be the young lady that comes to this well and gives me water and my camels what are the chances a dusty old man comes into a restaurant and said the young lady that buys food for me and buys for all the people that follow me 
and my driver and son and dusty tired old man is going to be the wife of the prince beyond imagination for any woman to hope for what are the chances he said that's a strategy for rebecca to connect with that strategy she needed modern eyes how many of you agree bible says he had not finished saying that here comes rebecca with her maids she didn't come alone go and read that account she came with her maids she was not a straggler and the servant says could you give me water he said yes sir, i'll give you water and i will give your camels also in the year of divine settlement for rebecca she needed insight whether she connected insight or not god would have fulfilled his promise that i will make a way for you so that you can access the future you hope for she could have called her maid and say i beg i beg i beg, I beg. you're asking me can't you oh, no, just, just give the, that dirty old man just give and she walked away the maid will have come into the sentiment rebecca gained insight in the moment of her ultimate blessing my question is do you have insight what are the chances if it were you that you have gained insight to realize that this is not time for madame this is not the time for you to show any arrogance this is not the time to be impatient say i beg i beg talk 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 i won't go this is a time for you through insight to engage divine settlement and the future you hope for and that's what happened to her supposing she was blinded or maybe she prayed before she left her father remove any blindness that may blind me from having insight for what God is going to do I'm not talking about Rebecca this morning I'm talking about you the story is what you want has arrived it's all over the place can you see it it's not an eye matter what the man looked like was a loser what he was carrying was not visible the Bible says the moment she gave him he brought out gold heavyweight gold and gave it to her go to the house give the mother gives the brother gold and says i am the servant of abraham that's when she knew that things had changed this year as you connect things will change for better i want to ask you what could have blinded rebecca on the day of divine settlement that's come all the way the man put a postulation says the person who does this gets everything now if you don't know what you need the standard you need to meet what you need to do can you will it not end up like your prayer you'll pray till december and nothing will change she could have gone home empty-handed she could have remained at her father's house an old maid never got married because the moment came but she was blinded and she couldn't gain insight i want to ask you somebody tell me what can you imagine may have blinded a rebecca on a day like that we're talking about the things that blind people from gaining insight let's look at a today's picture what normally blinds somebody at the point like that anybody pride why did you say pride she was the daughter of a notable man in town 
omo baba olowo ehe emi lo omo baba olowo carry on here carry on now that one you go to talk that is your baba's money you won't go and get your own thank you thank you what else could have blinded a rebecca in the day where the future she hoped for against all odds all the little boys that they thought were big boys got married and she was say hey lord don't remember don't remember me the main boy god was then the main boy for her i want to prophesy to somebody don't mind those people that went ahead of you god is saving the best for the last and your name is on that blessing can you say amen Pastor Toby, you, you got up, you receive it quickly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes we, we, we belly ache when we see our friends get some big, big, big things. Who told you the best is not being saved for you? What good would it be that you waited all this long for your own eyes called laughter and at the last moment you didn't gain insight? What else could have blinded a Rebecca in our day? Huh? distraction maybe she went with her friends and they're doing their bone straight hair and they're doing their makeup and they're talking about the last party they went so much so the man was you can't you see we're talking distraction you know your miracle will not come dressed like you think that's why you need insight it's not a eye koro koro thing it's the eye of the heart to be spiritually perceptive yes uh, distraction is also uh-huh. Uh-huh. another distraction is on that day she was meant to go to the well because her miracle was waiting for her there and some joker calls her say come let's go and have lunch somewhere so you are standing at the junction your blessing is waiting for you on the right somebody calls to say let's go here and because you're used to follow follow ah. father on the day this year may we not be blinded from gaining insight in the name of you you know there's some voices it's satanic influence that's bringing them to you you need to pray it says lord scramble some connection so that i can hear what god is saying what else could the blind uh, rebecca on the day that isaac is on the table my god the bible says when he saw rebecca from afar he opened his mother's tent and just received her. And it's not that one that you're begging to be loved, begging to be liked, begging to, no, 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 no. Full measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. So shall it be this divine settlement in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What else could have blinded? What about arrogance? Huh? I'm coming, ma. Not being kind. Did you hear what she said? I want you to clap for her. Not being kind. You know what it takes? It's literally for you to come out of your Lexus Jeep. Look for a man who is by the roadside. And he says, wait, 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 wait. Just give me some water. He said, is that all? Sir, you're even sweating. Sit in the AC. Drink water. Calm down. He said, ah, my daughter. It's not only me. Oh, really? I have some water in the boot. Bring out the water. All of you come. I say, Are you fine? Can I go? He said, No. 
I am fine. You are not fine. I have come here to make you fine. I'm prophesying to somebody. Somebody is going to arrive and say, I'm here to make you fine. Can you say amen? Be kind. You never know who you are showing kindness to. Don't be rude this year. Talk to people anyhow. Um, Grandma B, you said something. Rudeness. You know, these days we don't have time for people. Particularly when they don't look like your class or the people you want to hobnob with. You just dismiss them. He was tired. He had been traveling for days. He was dusty. He was thirsty. You know, you would imagine that... Can a thirsty man who looks so dusty be carrying gold? The Bible says when she finished giving him water, he brought out two and a half shekels of gold. Can I tell you something? When God wants to settle you, it's not going to be the, what you read on the internet. Or no, 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 no. God is going to do a new thing. It will swing forth speedily in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about those things that blind people from graining inside. It's a good place to pray, say, Father any arrogance any distraction ah lord this rudeness that i dismiss people lord deliver me from it so that i don't do it to the angel god is sending my way to give me the future i have only been able to hope for father help us with those things that blind people from gaining insight into the moment that could change their lives. Father, let it be so in the name of Jesus. I'm going to tell you something else that happened. I'm talking about the things that blind people. This is a practical class. And if you know the kind of things you do that can the enemy can use to blind you from gaining insight you better pray about it because everybody you know yourself help me look at them and say you sabi yourself you know yourself pray about those things another thing that happened is when she took the man home the servant this Bible says the servant gave her brother Laban that same Laban was her brother gave him gold and this and gave the mother the father was not there and told the father his assignment and the father said okay you can take the girl and go the next morning the people that collected the agunje the brother and the mother came and said no 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 you can't go yet let her stay for some i can't remember how long they said you should stay for ah the man said ah after i settled you hello i said after i settled you this year is not the year of you settling people. It's the year of God settling you. Yeah. You are the now one now saying that I can't go. When they ask the father, the father say, ask her. Whatever she says. At that point in time, nepotism could have blinded her. What is nepotism? What my mama say, what my brother say, is what I'm going to do. Oh, somebody is clapping. God bless you real good at the time that god wants to move in your life the worst thing you can be quoting is from your heart of nepotism the father says ask her what does she have to say he says please let me follow him maybe that was a deadline the the the, the servant was already getting erratic maybe i'll say you know what keep the gold while i'm going somewhere else 
may we not get halfway down the road to settlement and then it stops short in the name of the lord jesus oh i expected to hear a resounding amen there i want to give you another example there's a man called saul he looked like a king but nothing in his life was coming together he was again like rebecca the son of a big man called kish a very wealthy powerful man the, 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 the children of very powerful rich people are under a lot of pressure because what your father did is what people will want to use to measure you and it was not happening for him plus he was fine and tall great pressure one day the father sent him to go and find donkeys listen to me that day was the day to connect with greatness and when they couldn't find the donkey he said to his servant let us go back home i want to ask you supposing he went back home nothing of note or worth will ever happen to saul in fact he won't make it into the bible the servant said no let us not go back home let us go to a man of god he said with his own mouth, but i have no money destiny is calling you you are giving a reason why you shouldn't go number one you wanted to go back home somebody gave you good counsel number two you are saying you don't have what it takes the man said i have some money it took a servant's money for this song to connect with the future he hoped for i want to ask you i want you to pinpoint what was blinding saul from the inside he needed to have to connect that day on what will make his height and his handsomeness to to bear fruit and instead of being something of an insult or ogako nirono your papa get money you not get anything you know all those things were going to change in an instance what blinded him to say let us go home he was tired anybody else frustration may frustration not blind us from insight in the name of the lord jesus may tiredness not truncate the possibility of destiny in jesus name what did you say hopelessness huh lack of discernment at that point in time was blinding him on the day that Samuel was going to say, is it not you, Jehovah, has placed his affection for? Is it not you that are going to be the hope of Israel? Is it not you that will be the first king ever of the Israelites? Samuel was waiting for him. God said, supposing he didn't show up, God will have replaced him. May God not use somebody to replace us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to pray about this thing. What is that tiredness in your life? What is that hopelessness? Bow your heads and just pray for yourself. So Lord, may my tiredness, my feeling of hopelessness, not make me go back to the Lord Eba I'm used to. May my tiredness not make me go back to the village where my people will keep telling me you're okay. You're okay like this. None of you are okay. May frustration not make me turn back only 100 meters from where I will meet with my destiny. 
Father, today we're praying about those things that blind people from gaining insight in the year that God wants to settle them once and for all. Saul will have remained a loser forever and ever. But he had somebody around him to help him pray. He said, Lord, position me around the right people. Help me not to walk away from them. The ones that will urge me to go further. The ones that will put that little extra in my hand that I need. Lord, do not allow me to move with people that are blind and lack insight. Lord, help me to be accompanied at all times, at critical times in my life. By people that have insight that I may connect with the future I hope for. According to the plan that God says he has for me. Father, this is the prayer that we pray today. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Say, let it be so in the name of Jesus. We're still praying. It's a prayer service, very practical. What if the person is already around you that's going to help you live the life of your dreams, but you're blinded? not seeing the person like joseph's 10 brothers joseph was born they were born before him they were there when he was born they were there when they heard him talk about what god gave him to be so powerful in life what blinded them for them not to be able to see they actually took their helper despised him and sold him for slave took his coat of many colors and rubbished it what if your helper is already in your life? What if you are so blinded you are treating that person like filth? Please help me and help somebody. What blinded the ten brothers? Not to be able to see. The guy was so anointed. He was going to be the most powerful man on the face of the earth. And feed virtually a whole known uh, civilized world. Just by himself. And is your brother is in your house what blinded them jealousy how does how does jealousy work can you be jealous of somebody you don't know it's usually somebody you know you know why they're jealous of him how can you number 11 be the one god will use can i tell you something god does not work by age Yoruba man say, Allah only inshallah. God is one that gives wealth. And it is how he wants to distribute it, but when he gives you wealth, he makes you take care of other people. That's all. They looked at him, number 11. You know what they were saying? So God will leave one, two, three, four, five. You see, the moment you do that, you are challenging the sovereignty of God. God says, if I lift my hand, who would turn it back? You know, when God says, I'm blessing this place, just flow in that direction. That's the best thing for you. What blinded them again? Anything? Uh, jealousy? Envy? What else? Hatred. Why did they hate it? Okay, do Christians hate some people? No, it's not possible now. Do Christians envy some people? Okay, do you envy some people? Only one person answered the question. Are you jealous of some people? What else made them 
blinded to see that the miracle is already in the house what about thinking i'm better than him they wanted to prove that they're better than him what does it matter as long as all of us are fine glory to god bow your heads in prayer i say lord that blindness of envy that blind me from who god has raised to help me that jealousy that hatred that feeling that i should be better than you and i will die trying to be better than you ah let's pray the things that blind people from gaining insight into what god is doing and god wants to do to settle them say father today is my day i know that you have decided to settle me i know you have released insight but whatever will blind me whether it's envy whether it is hatred whether it is jealousy father deliver me today help me to align with the purposes of god so i can be a partaker of divine settlement in the name of the lord jesus christ in the name of the lord jesus christ one of the things again that could have blinded david from the promise of him becoming a king was at the battle of goliath he could have gotten there and said waiting concern me for the, all this battle after all i'm not in the army dropped the lunch and went back many of us have gotten to the place of appointment with greatness and we let something blind us and we go back to our lodiba he came from lodiba he got to the battle he looked at all of them he could have said waiting concern me when the lord has need of you you don't know whether that's the point where insight wants to connect with the grace of god to catapult your life and many times you say waiting concern me rebecca could have looked at the the tired old man and said waiting concern me i want you to bow your heads in prayer i say lord when i encounter when i get to the place of appointment with greatness may that rubbish thing i do where i'm so impatient and very abrasive and very judgmental may it not blind me to the fact that by doing what god enables me to do i will connect with who i ought to be and possess what i ought to have by now father the way david did it help me to connect bible said at the end of the day the women were singing he became the most popular man in israel they wanted him to be the next king they said he was 10 times better than saul father that opportunity may we not brush it aside because we are so abrasive we're so judgmental we're so impatient we say waiting concern me and go back to our lodi bar father those things that blind people from gaining insight deliver all the members of grace assembly particularly in those ones that we have we're used to doing this is the reason why i came to church today father let there be a complete deliverance in the name of the lord jesus christ fear could have blinded him he said if i fight and i lose he fought but god gave him the victory the rest is history there was nothing Saul could do to put out the light of david from that day people were singing about him people knew about him this year we will not miss the opportunity to come into fame in, in, into acclaim in the name of the lord jesus christ 
wash so that I can finish quickly. There's another thing that bothers me that, that blinds people from gaining insight. It is bad experiences. That's what happened to Mephibosheth. He was in Lordiba. And when the king David sent for him, you know what he said? He said, me, a dead dog. What do I have to do with a palace? The bad experience almost made him stay there. But I don't know how God did it for him. He managed to find his way there. He was still lame. May lameness self not blind us from insight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The rest is history. The king put him in the palace. And he moved from Lodiba to the palace for the rest of his life. Servants were given to him to work his field and give him money. He didn't need to sweat anymore. For those of the people who live like rats in a rat race, always kitikiti katakata. You will not continue like that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What? Are you a rat? What are you doing in a rat race? Bible says, I gave you the scripture, one of the prayers. God takes care of his own even when they are asleep. Glory to God. It says, it is vain for you to wake up early and to stay up at night just to earn a living. It says, God, even God takes care of his own when they sleep. Some people have thought that it means that I, I am good when I do katakata kiti kiti. No, 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 no. That, that is for the sinners. He gives the work of gathering and sweat to the sinner so he can turn it over to his beloved ones. So shall it be. God will settle us like that in this life so that we don't, we don't toil anymore. In the cross, the toiling was nailed to the cross. We work, we don't toil. And then we have joy so that we can enjoy life. This year will not be a toiling year. We will start to enjoy life in the name of the Lord whether you say amen or not I'm going to say amen for myself I'm going to say amen for the pastors okay I'll say amen for you as well in Jesus mighty name bad experiences blinds people when the opportunity for greatness shows up I'm going to read scripture to you Moses is my example he was born for great things he was raised in the palace he had education as a prince. He was a prince of God. He was a prince of Egypt. He had, his CV was unmatched. But because of the bad experience where he tried to help some of his people and kill somebody. And they looked at him and said, do you want to kill me too? The way you killed the Egyptian. The Bible says he ran away. He ran to Midian. A prince took the job of a shepherd. Married the daughter of a babalao and the bible says he settled there until god came calling on the day he needed to connect with insight again came calling in the burning burning bush that was not consumed let me read exodus 4 verses 1 to 5 to you quickly and you will see and point out the things that could almost in fact they blinded moses if not for the mercy of god if moses stayed in median would anything be written about him in the bible Moses that appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration was going to lose it completely. Marrying an unentity, being a, a, a glorified houseboy in the middle of a desert, nowhere, nothing. All his antithesis of glory wasted. May everything God has given us not end up being wasted in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I read from verse 1. Then Moses answered the Lord and said, But suppose they will not believe me. Somebody say bad experiences. But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? And his eyes answered and said, Just a rod. After he gained insight, it was called the rod of God. May what we have in our hands, may we have insight to recognize it. What kind of amen is that? May the Lord give us insight to recognize it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he counseled himself, they will not believe me. They will not hear me. So God, listen to this, and he's speaking to you this morning. What is in your hand? You're not a child of accident. You're a child of providence. And he answered with all his eyes. Because he didn't connect with inside. So because he answered a rubbish answer. Bible says God set him cast the rod on the ground. So that you see it's not just a shepherd's rod. The Bible says as he cast it on the ground. It became a serpent and Moses did what? Fled from what he was going to use to become a great prophet. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come on, come here, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. And the Lord says, So that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Aaron, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, look at the look at the names of God has appeared to you and is sending you. Wherever you are going, that you're going to reign, you will not stay in Midian with a babalawe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 10, I'll skip some of the things. Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and I'm slow of tongue. Someone say bad experience. A man great in oratory that was taught to be an orator in the palace, he started recounting bad experience on the day of encounter with greatness. Verse 11, so the Lord said to him again, who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seen or the blind? Have I not? Have not I the Lord? Can you imagine? God will say, you're saying you can't talk in front of me. May we not reverse this promise of settlement with our own mouth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God says, I'm here to settle you. You say you can't talk. Amy, I'm the divine settler. Then God says, now therefore, have God loved Moses. Go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. Remember, verse 13, you won't believe what he said. But Moses said, Oh my Lord, please send by the hand of whoever else you may send. The things that blind people from gaining insight. God appeared to me in a burning bush. God spoke to him. God said, what is your hand? Put it down so that you see. After God talked, 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 he was still recounting his bad experiences. Can I tell you something? Bad experiences can nullify God's decree in our lives. The way bad experiences does is it convinces you that life can be no other way. But God says, where there used to be no way, come on now, I will make a way for you. Do you know 
all of us are a victim of our bad experiences bow your head in prayer say lord whatever my bad experiences are saying to me lord help me scramble that those words so that i will not they will not blind me from gaining insight that god wants to make my life a terrific success at this time begin to pray so lord help me to delete the bad experiences that continue to shape my conversation with the lord lord help me to delete the bad experiences that will debar me from gaining insight to the moment where god is literally standing in front of me and the stars have lined up for me may i not be recounting what didn't work may i not be talking about what i lost may i not be talking about people that left me may i embrace the moment so that god by himself can make me who i ought to be settle me and things settle down once and for all in my life in this year of the lord 2022 father let it be so in the mighty name of jesus every bad experience always has a loud voice you can't make it you failed the last time just stay in median and just behave yourself. Moses countered everything God said with his own mouth. The voice, say Lord deliver me from the voice of bad experience. Thank you Father Lord for hearing me. We're delivered today from these things that debar us and people in general from having insight, gaining insight at the moment. Most and generally what happens is prejudice will keep him. And what is prejudice? It is a preconceived, irrational, unjustifiable opinion. That's what Moses put before the Lord. I can't speak. It's an unjustifiable opinion. God says, but who made the tongue? What is the prejudice that you have in your heart? What is the prejudice, the opinion you are carrying around? Some people say, I'm too old. Moses was 80 years old. What is the prejudice that cancels the possibility that God is speaking of? Sarah had Isaac at the age of 90. A prejudice is a preconceived before this time you have made up your mind it is irrational it does not make sense it is preconceived according to your bad experiences what bad experience does is it becomes a prejudice that becomes your a reality you tender all the time and it blocks the possibility of divine settlement you want to pray this one say lord every prejudice in my life Lord, let it receive the hammer of God. Those irrational opinions, those preconceived opinions about people, how God will do it, how God will not do it, who God can use, who God cannot use. All those, all those are prejudices. They have no place before God. God it says, there is, I am God. There's none beside me. There's none comparable to me. I am God all by myself. How dare you tender a prejudice in the face of God? saying i'm here to bless you 
the man at the pool of Bethsaida, he had a prejudice. He said, Jesus says, do you want to be healed? He said, I don't have anybody to carry me. It is a preconceived, irrational, unjustifiable opinion. When the angel comes to shed up the water, you see, prejudice has a loud voice. Prejudice is always talking when prejudice should be having inside and connecting with divine settlements. Prejudice seems justifiable, but it is totally unjustifiable when God says, I'm here this year to settle you. Every voice of prejudice in our lives be deleted in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't think you heard me. I said every voice of prejudice be deleted in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want, I want us to pray about distraction. The thing about distraction that bothers me is is this ah okay let me let me read one scripture and i i bring it to a close i bring it to a close and that scripture is the scripture of mary and martha and i i think i'm going to be able to read that from the message translation of the bible i'm going to read Uh, bring it up um, Luke chapter 10 from verse 39 um, I think uh, do you have the passion translation uh, I think I, I think the passion translation do you have the passion translation i'm talking about distractions here and um hmm. Ha. As Jesus and his disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha. The house belonged to Martha. And she had a sister named Mary who lived with her. Listen to how distraction can mess somebody up. Who was ahead mary sat down attentively before the master absorbing what every revelation he shared this time you better pay attention go, carry on let's go but martha being exasperated by finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests she interrupted jesus can you imagine and said lord don't you think it is unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself you should tell her to get up and help me in my distraction carry on the lord answered her martha my beloved martha god is talking to somebody here about distraction why are you you upset and trouble listen to this pulled away by all this many what distractions may that 
blindness not pull us away from the inside that we need to be settled this year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ she spoke with a voice of prejudice said Lord will you not tell her prejudice has a nasty voice and the Lord answered her but did not call her a witch or anything it's just a foolish woman Martha my beloved Martha why are you upset and troubled pulled away from what you ought to have pulled away from what God wants to do in your life by all these many distractions are they really that important in the year God wants to settle you you're sitting all over the place didn't you do that last year you're going to continue this year are they really that important but Mary sat downloading the revelations it is from revelation you gain insight because it has nothing to do with physical eyes may the eyes of our understanding be enlightened it has to do with the revelation revelation of what God is doing how God is doing it Bible says the men of Issachar they had the spirit of perception they had insight they knew what Israel ought to do they knew when they ought to do it how they ought to do it give me the last verse Mary has discovered one thing most important I want to pray this year may we discover insight which is most important may we gain insight which is the most important thing we can gain he said mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet she is undistracted and i won't take this privilege from her a privilege is not common it's a right that is common it's a right for us to have opportunities for settlement around us but it's the privilege to have insight to connect bow your heads in prayer and say lord may i not be distracted from the things that are not very important mary has discovered the one thing most important she's undistracted Lord, help me to gain the privilege of gaining insight because I refuse to be distracted. Let every Martha ask me to join them in their kitty kitty katakata. Lord, let them find their square root away from me so that we'll rather I have revelation in insight into how things could be how things are going to work out I connect with all the opportunities of God by insight and I come into a place of settlement on all sides to the glory of the name of the Lord thank you father Lord may that be our experience this year without fail in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ father we thank you stand to your feet we give you praise oh God having eyes may we not see with just eyes I want you to say having eyes may we not just see with ordinary eyes I want to take my last prayer my final prayer from Isaiah 11 verse 3 the AMPC could you bring that up the last prayer the Bible says and God shall make him of quick understanding and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes neither decide 
by the hearing of his eyes. He will not be distracted by his eyes. He will not be distracted by what the Marys are saying. I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, make me this year of quick understanding. Like the men of Issachar to have perception, to be able to discern the times, to have insight as to what we need to do, what I need to do, how I need to do it, when I ought to do it, so that I can connect with the massive opportunities that will bring me into the place of divine settlement this year according to the word of Lord. Pray, praise the Lord. Make me of quick understanding. Insight is 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 almost something that is timeless that I will gain insight on time before my opportunities disappear. Before somebody else jumps into my board, I will gain insight by quick understanding so that I stop judging people by my eyes. Rebecca didn't judge the servant of Abraham by her eyes. She knew in her heart the man was carrying something. I stopped deciding by what I hear. But by the insight that God has given me. If you know you have suffered enough in life, begin to pray. Say, Lord, make me this year of quick understanding. Grant me eyes of understanding that gain insight and have foresight and have farsight so that I can reign in life with oversight. That I will not be running from pillar to post trying to make a living but connecting with my destiny where God richly supplies all my needs. Bring me from the place of not enough to enough and to more than enough and much more than enough that I may have an abundance unto every good work. Father, thank you for hearing this prayer. Make us of quick understanding in spiritual things of perception, of ability to discern by insight to be able to access the opportunities all around us. May we not miss it this year. Thank you for delivering us from distraction of all types. We give glory and praise to your name. Thank you for what you have done. Today we receive deliverance from everything that blinds men from gaining inside. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. In Jesus' name we pray. I thought you were going to say a much better amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I come to tell you, Grace Assembly, today I came to church. It was a major war. I came to fight because I realized that God is faithful. He has released the anointing for divine settlement. There is great opportunity all around us. And the God says, you need to let them know that I can do this. But if something blinds them, there's nothing that can be done. Can I tell you something? This morning, a lot of things started going wrong, like the power went out, my iPad shut down, it has never happened before, my daughter that is very digitally savvy, there's nothing they didn't do, it won't open, never happened before, and I said, Nalai, this battle, I will fight for the deliverance of my people, we are going to receive divine settlement in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I refuse to be tired, like Saul, I refuse to go back low diva. And I said, somehow, somehow today, I'm going to fight this battle. We're going to download the victory. We're going to connect with those opportunities. Things are going to change for better. So it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
One of the things that blinds people is when suddenly things start going wrong. Then a lot of people give give up. No, 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 no. You're a warrior. You're a warrior. You fight until the victory manifests itself. Glory to God.